Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Friday, February 16th, 2024. Today's poem is by Rainer Maria Rilke, and it's called Love Song. One of my favorite things about the poetry of Rilke is how, and I've mentioned this before on the show, I think, that there has grown up around his poetry a whole tradition not only of translating his works into English, but then also uh, a whole secondary tradition of literary criticism, writing and talking about the translation of his poetry into English. There are whole books written on the subject uh, because he is able to uh, write such evocative German poetry uh, and yet leave room for uh, various and sometimes uh, very strikingly different uh, renditions into other languages. So today, I thought it would be uh, enjoyable uh, to read several different translations of this poem, Love Song by Rilke, with just a word or two about uh, each, maybe as they finish. The first is by Cliff Crago. It goes like this. How shall I hold on to my soul so that it does not touch yours? How shall I lift it gently up over you onto other things? I would so very much like to tuck it away among lost objects in the dark, in some quiet, unknown place, somewhere which remains motionless when your depths resound. And yet everything which touches us, you and me, takes us together like a single bow, drawing out from two strings but one voice. On which instrument are we strung? And which violinist holds us in the hand? Oh, sweet song. So the poem begins with... Uh, an apostrophe, this is the uh, rhetorical of device of addressing the, uh, the absent thing or person. And here there's this kind of consternation, maybe. Uh, there may be uh, both great affection and a, a kind of tension in the rhetorical question, how shall I hold on to my soul so that it does not touch yours? Uh, at least initially, maybe there's a kind of reluctance. Uh, if only I could find a way to not love you the way I love you. Uh, vainly have I endeavored uh, to find a way to not be so close to you. Uh, whether that brief ambivalence is here or not in the poem... Uh, it quickly gives way to the reality which gives heart to the love song itself, and that is, that's impossible. Uh, we are too uh, intimately knit. Here is another rendition of the poem, this time by Stephen Mitchell. It goes like this. How can I keep my soul in me so that it doesn't touch your soul? 
How can I raise it high enough past you to other things? I would like to shelter it among remote lost objects in some dark and silent place that doesn't resonate when your depths resound. Yet everything that touches us, me and you, takes us together like a violin's bow, which draws one voice out of two separate strings. Upon what instrument are we two spanned? And what musician holds us in his hand? Oh, sweetest song. Here, too, maybe that ambivalence is a little clearer. There's definitely uh, a sense that the speaker would like to keep their soul separate. How can I keep my soul in me? And the, the tension or the, the rationale behind that tension becomes a little clearer, too, in the question, how can I raise it high enough past you to other things? Maybe this is reminiscent of St. Paul saying that uh, the man who remains unmarried is free to think on the things of God, and the man who marries must think of the things of this world. He has uh, everyday quotidian concerns now uh, that divide his thoughts. How can I raise it high enough past you to other things? But then we get a, a slight turn, a contrast. Actually, to keep the souls apart would be to hide it among remote lost objects in dark and silent places uh, so that Really, allowing the souls to be united is something like raising it high, bringing it into the light, uh, into uh, the, the sound and the music that uh, enters in the second half of the poem there. Speaking of, here is a third and final translation of the poem by Jesse Lamont, uh, this Translation originally appeared in print in 1918. It's probably the oldest of the three today. But uh, speaking preferentially, I think it might be the best. When my soul touches yours, a great chord sings. How shall I tune it then to other things? Oh, that some spot in darkness could be found that does not vibrate whenever your depth sound. But everything that touches you and me welds us as played strings sound one melody. Where is the instrument whence the sounds flow? And who's the master hand that holds the bow? Oh, sweet song. So if you are looking at the German, you might say that this poem takes the greatest liberties, but I think it does so in order to maintain uh, the musical metaphor, even from the first line of the poem. I think that works really well. Uh, when my soul touches yours, a great chord sings. Uh, this is the only version I read today that has uh, that musical language, even in the opening. Uh, and then it continues throughout. It gives the poem a little more consistency, uh, makes the questions just a, that much more poignant because they're all unified by this singular image. Uh, and of course, the poem concludes uh, with this meditation on 
the thing which is beyond the two lovers, which has brought them together and draws from them both together a singular song, which is, for my money, uh, such a great uh, metaphor for love, for the union of two souls in love, and for a love poem. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more poems for you. To listen to past episodes or to support the show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.